What it do, people? All right, um, this is Brian Meadows, and this is another episode of the Angry Pastor Podcast. You guys, this has been a phenomenal journey, and we've just begun. Uh, we already got probably what two, three, four, five, maybe I don't know how many episodes we got out now, but you guys have been so supportive. You guys have really uh, shown your love. And so thank you so much for subscribing. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared this with somebody, share this with everybody. Um, this podcast is, uh, really directed towards leaders, uh, to create a platform and to create a space where we can be honest about our feelings, honest about how we're processing stimuli and experiences. And I believe that that's going to make the body of Christ healthier. Healthy pastors mean healthy churches, healthy churches mean healthy communities, healthy communities mean healthy cities, healthy cities mean healthy regions. And if we can begin to uh, guard our regions, if we can become gatekeepers for our regions, I believe that revival is imminent. And so thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, we're going to be talking about something that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit scared and I'm not going to take too much time to talk about it today. Uh, I promise you this will not be a long podcast uh, because um, of the nature of the subject. And we are in a social media generation. And so because of that, uh, some of this stuff is uh, unavoidable. Some of this stuff you cannot dodge, but some of it is intentional. And that's what I want to speak to. But I'm, 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 I'm titling this um uh, this podcast uh, Content Crabs, or I would say thieves, um, uh, just thieves, or, you know, you stole it. That's what I want to say. You, you know, you stole it. And, um, I want you to understand within the, uh, uh, realm of entertainment, within the realm of art, within the realm of inspiration, we are constantly inspired by one another. And when you are inspired, there's a sharing of life. There's a sharing of essence. There's a sharing of a uh, philosophy of perspective. And you have, um, you, you no doubt being inspired by somebody, when you leave their presence, you're going to take a little bit of them with you. And so um, it is quite natural for if you create something within that inspirational space, that what you create will have a bit of, uh, will have a bit in it or have, it will have a percentage in it. It will have a little bit in it. Um, of the person that you were inspired from, right? Uh, if you look at people like Eddie Murphy, uh, Eddie Murphy was inspired by Richard Pryor. He was inspired by Bill Cosby. He was inspired, uh, by Red Fox. And you can see many of their, uh, their flavors. You can see their chemical compound within the disposition of his gift, within the makeup of his gift. And so he, it's not that he was, uh, trying to steal from them, but he did steal from them. And, and, and in the realm of artistry, Hear me, we all steal from each other. But these Negroes are blatant now. Now, I want you to understand this may not be a podcast that connects to everyone because everyone is not a content creator. Everyone is not a creative. Everybody is not in the business of inspiration. Many people in the church are in the business of correction, but we're actually in the business of inspiration. It's hard for you to correct what you don't inspire. It's hard for you to change what you don't motivate. And so we need to understand that we in the business of inspiration. Um, and so because of that, you know, many of the things that we do have a creative side. And um, I really believe that 
creatives are on the forefront of the next move of God. I really do. Um, we have a conference every single year called Create April uh, April 2nd through the 4th, 2020. I want to see you in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we're going to open up registration really, really soon. But uh, I like creatives. I like the way they emote. I like the way they are challenged. I like the way that they carry life or the way that they uh, process life. I love the beauty of brokenness and seeing them uh, put their life and their purpose and the pieces of their uh, 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 life back together again. And in that process to watch God create through them and create in them and to see that creation inspire masses, right? Like I think it's nothing more beautiful than that uh, process. And so, yes, I have a love affair with creatives. I, I, I believe that they are on the heart of God. I believe that they are uh, right in the middle of what God is doing in this generation. And so if you are not a creative, this may not make a lot of sense to you. Uh, but I do believe that everybody is a creative in some way, shape or form, right? Um, even the mother who has to learn, who has to take, you know, some uh, pork and beans, he has to take some hot dogs and some beans and some bread and make a whole meal out of it. I know I had one of those types of mothers, you know, uh, uh, whether you're a dad and you got to makeshift a science project in the middle of the night, that's creative. Uh, many times scarcity or a lack of resources is what birth your creativity and God will put you in a place where you don't have everything you think you need only for you to look within yourself and find that you had everything you needed already, right? The scripture says that God has put in us all things pertaining unto life and godliness. Everything that you need is in you. Um, 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 and if you can't find it in you, God will many times hide it in the people around you and you will usually have to have a relationship to get those things um, activated or to get those things out. But God will not leave you comfortless. What men cannot do. God will empower you through the Holy Spirit to accomplish. All right. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm trying to say is if you're not a creative, this podcast may not make sense to you. And I totally, I give you freedom to cut it off. I give you freedom to go to the next uh, episode. But if you are a creative and you create content, you create ideas, um, you create, um, uh, uh, maybe you're a marketer, maybe you're a graphic designer, maybe you make music, uh, maybe you just inspire, whatever the case may be. But if you are a creative, I need you to listen to this podcast because there is an epidemic in the body of Christ that is hurting our relationships is really is really corroding our covenant and um, is really damaging our integrity, our credibility, our reputation, and is causing us to be more divisive than unified. And you remember what Jesus said, Jesus said a house divided cannot stand. And so um, I came across this uh, meme or I came across this um you know, I was on Instagram and I came across this little uh, and see, I'm talking about it now because what I'm about to talk about is kind of what I'm talking about. Right. So um, I came across this like meme and it was just a black, uh, 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 you know, a, a, a black background with some white words. Um, I don't remember if it had the person who shared it on there. I don't even remember where I got it from. Um, but it said I can show you my hand and still win. All right. I can show you my hand and still win and referring to like cars. Many times if you see the cards, uh, if you see the cars that are in another person's hand, you can beat them because you know what they have. And that's like that in any industry. It's like many times when people are creating things they they want to keep it a secret because they don't want people to see what they're doing because there are people watch me that have more money, more connections. They got 
more fame and popularity, more visibility that will steal something from somebody that's less known or less popular because they can get away with it. It can look like they're the originator when they're actually the duplicator. And um, I've been the victim of that. And get this, if you are a creative, you most likely have been the victim of it. But just like I was saying, look, I don't even know where that meme came from, but I took it and I shared it. And there's a whole bunch of people that start sharing it, talking about, there you go, Apostle. Go ahead, Brian. You know, and I'm thinking, wait a second. I didn't I didn't make that. Right. I just shared it. Um, but of course, you're not going to fight for that because you like the attention. You 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 like the attention that comes to you. Like I, I remember one time. Now look, yeah, this is this is real. This is real. I was on um I think I was on Instagram or something like that, and um I saw somebody share something and it was awesome. I I, I thought it was great. So I took it and I shared it. Now when I shared it, I think I shared it from somebody who wasn't the original person that shared it. But when I shared it, I just shared it. I cropped out name and all that different kind of stuff. And I just shared it. Now, for, for me, I wasn't trying to take credit. But I also wasn't trying to give credit. You following me? It wasn't mine, but I didn't know who it was. And I wasn't going to just put some random dude's name on my Instagram, right? So I cropped it out. And when I cropped out and I posted, apparently people start sharing it. Like it, it, it just went viral. People start sharing it everywhere. And uh, uh, I saw on my ministry page, you know, when I shared it, somebody like tagged the original person that said it and said, "Uh oh, look, he's stealing your stuff. And then the person who originally said it got on and said, I can't believe these people. They can't even come up with their own. And I had to respond like it was one part of me that was like, I'm not going to respond. But there was another part of me that was like, no, I need to respond. And so I responded and said, first of all, I didn't get it from you. I got it from somebody else. And I didn't know if that was the original person. So I didn't add his his information. But I'm sorry. It was a great thing. I ain't trying to steal from you. I ain't got to steal from you. So there are some times that we have all done that, right? And I'm not even talking about that because that stuff that's on social media, people ain't getting paid for that. You follow what I'm saying? That stuff that's on social media, you know, we don't know who created all these memes and who created all this stuff. If I do see something with the original person's uh, name on it and they, let me say it like this. And again, y'all, and I, we ain't got time for this, all right? But I, I'm, I'm very sensitive when it comes to protocol, rank, and and levels, and all of that different kind of stuff. So um, I'm not going to get into my philosophy on who I share, why I shared, who I don't share, all that different kind of stuff. But there is, for me, a method to my madness. That's just for me, all right? I weigh those things very, very closely, right? Um, and it's not a preference thing because people, that that's elastic and it's, it's constantly evolving as people grow in their gift and they grow in their influence. And so, but that's a, a story for another time. But yes, I don't always, um, you know, share that person's name or whatever the case may be, but we've all done that. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. The reason this particular podcast is called Content Crabs is because um, we're all familiar with that whole kind of adage, crabs in a barrel, that metaphor, crabs in a barrel, uh, especially in the African-American community or in minority communities where people are really fighting with each other um, 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 to to ascend the corporate ladder or to you know any ladder. You know, they are constantly uh, hurting other people in order for them to get ahead. And there are some people that feel like they can't get ahead unless you're doing bad. 
I'm talking about even in church, y'all. Even in church, even among pastors. There are pastors that will smile in your face and then talk about you behind your back just for them to get your members, just for them to get your money, just for them to get who, whatever. Just, I mean, sometimes it's just to make them look good. I've had people, and I'm not getting into it, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I've moved past it, but I've had people that I've done ministry with for years and I had no idea they were behind my back undercutting me or talking negative about me. Now, I want y'all to understand, I treat everybody the same. Now, I'm not saying it's always right, <laughs> but I treat everybody the same. Yes, I could be harsh on this end. I could be short on this end. And yeah, I get that. But for the most part, I, I love people. I go over and beyond to serve people. I want to be there for you. I want to see you grow. Like, like I, you will never see me intentionally manipulating somebody. You will never see me uh, intentionally trying to get money out of nobody. Like, that's not me. Anybody that, that knows me will tell you, hey, look, I, hey, I'm not perfect. I can forget stuff. I can be short. I can be impatient. All of that. But at the end of the day, I love you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm loyal. I'm going to be there. You following me? So I'm just saying that if there's anybody that got something bad to say, like, what are you saying that you haven't made up? You have people that intentionally gossip and lie and slander. And hear me. Let me just talk to the punk pastors that try to take sides with sheep as opposed to honoring the protocol that is due to a pastor. Y'all, there's some punkish pastors out here, man. If 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 a member, come on now, if 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 a member, if a sheep, if a member of my church, or a member of your church, or a member of anybody's church, if a member of somebody's church is upset and they go into the inbox of another pastor, and that pastor doesn't have the testicular fortitude to then come to the pastor. And say, hey, pastor, uh, I just want to let you know, sister so-and-so came to me and said, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I just wanted to let you know because we cover each other. And before this gets out of hand, we want you. Like, why are you going to go to lunch with sister so-and-so and say, oh, this is what your pastor did for real? Oh, my God. See, we wouldn't do that to you here. Let me mentor you. How are you mentoring another man's son or daughter or sheep or, or, or partner or member without the pastor's permission. So when I say content crabs, I ain't just talking about stealing memes. I'm talking about stealing mantles and stealing moments and measures and people. You got pastors that will steal people that, man, hear me y'all, I'm about to get upset. This ain't even why I came on here for real. Alright? But so, so when, when they weren't saved, I got them saved. After I got them saved, I got them filled with the Holy Ghost. After I got them filled with the Holy Ghost, I started teaching them biblical doctrine. And I didn't make them dependent on me. I told them, you need to study the Bible for yourself. As they studied the Bible for themselves, they came into a revelation of their own assignment and their own anointing. And when they were accountable with that, I began to train them in the arts and in the sciences of fivefold governmental ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. I started walking them through it, right? I challenged them. I stretched them. I created capacity 
in them. I taught them the trade arts of ministry. I taught them altar ministry and prophecy. All of this just for you to take your slimy paws and put it on them and seduce them in a moment of weakness. And now you put them on your stage and you prop them up like you had any investment in their development. Y'all, I need a bleep button because I might cuss. What? You're a crab. These people don't grow fruit. They go to the grocery store and they steal it. That's your worship leader. You stole them from somebody else. That's your executive pastor. And you stole them from somebody else. And then the people in the people in the pew don't even know. So now they just become a compliance in your rebellion. And now they worshiping under your rebellion. And you sitting there looking and get this. y'all. It's happening everywhere. Not just in church. It's happening in businesses. Y'all, we got to cut this stuff out, man. We are so capitalistic. We will do whatever it takes to have an image of success, a form of godliness, but it denies the power thereof. You know how we did, we know it denies the power thereof? Because you ain't getting better. You ain't getting holier. The work of God should purify you and make you better. But you're not working for him. You're working for yourself. And that's why you will use relationships for content. Really? Man, y'all, I had a I had a very known pastor. Very known. If I said his name, everybody would know him. I'm talking about he's he's huge, he's big right now. Um he called me because he was doing like a series, he was teaching something. He called me and I'm talking about I gave him some ideas. I'm talking about I gave him some ideas. He was like, oh wow, 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 wow. Uh did all this. He said, man, thank you. He went out, get this, get this. He went on and preached it and did phenomenal. I saw it online, did great. Do you know this man never talked to me again? I'm talking about never talked to me again. Not a text, not a phone call, not an Instagram message. That make me feel like a, a, a creative hoe. You had a creative one night stand. You got yours and you just left. Now, how do you think that's going to make me feel the next time somebody come in my life and they want to get inspired or they want my content? It's going to make me want to hide my stuff. See, some of us have creative trauma. We've been traumatized from people that have stolen our creativity, our best ideas. And because they had the money and the people, they were able to do it and they never gave credit. Y'all, this stuff is destroying relationships and the body of Christ. I remember I had one pastor that told me, you shouldn't worry about nobody stealing from you. And I, I totally get it because we shouldn't because we all steal from each other. I'm not talking about that type of stealing. All right. Because if I steal from you, if I take something from you, but I'm, uh, I'm reciprocating the honor, the respect. So as I grow with your revelation, you grow as well. That's fine. I'm with that. Let's do it. Let's share content. Let's do it. But you going to take my stuff and do it and then act like you was the originator of it and not even give nobody credit. Like, what do you think this is? See, people only do that type, that type of stuff in the church. Well, no, 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 no. They do it in the world. But in the world, you can get sued and there's repercussions and let me meet you outside. 
But you do that stuff in the church and we just got to turn the other cheek. Don't say anything. Oh, bless him. Oh, yeah. You must be out of your mind. But see, get this. I've learned that it's hard for people to publicly celebrate what they're privately stealing. Did you hear what I said? It is hard for people to publicly celebrate what they are privately stealing. These some Nicodemus Negroes. They come to you by night. They get your secrets. And then poof. Crabs in a barrel. They will pull you down so that they can climb on top of your back, your hard work, your dedication, your burden. They can just climb on top of it. That's why you got to be careful, man. If you are a creative, your circle needs to be tight with loyal people. And get this. This is why if you're in my circle, you need to be helping me create this stuff. Now, if you got your own stuff, that's fine because I'm going to help you do your stuff. But let's all help each other do our stuff. So that we all sharing the resources and sharing the content because I ain't about to give you something so you can leave and hear me. Start having people sign them uh, non-disclosure agreements, NDAs. You going to be with me? You just you ain't you can't disclose nothing when you leave me because you're not about to take my hard earned investment and then use it for the competition. And I know what you're saying. Well, churches ain't in competition. These people act like they are. They act like they are. The spirit of the world, man. Entering the church is how we do ministry, how we do business. Last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Y'all, we have turned the church into such a place of merchandise. Everybody that comes into the church got to have their own something. My my own business, my own hair company, my own T-shirt company, my own uh, cookie company, my own dress company, my own this company, my own this. And we've gotten so focused on entrepreneurialism, we've lost a heart to serve people. Everything now is about what can I get for the exchange of my gift? If I dance, if I sing, if I, whatever I do, what am I going to get? Hear me. You're in the wrong business. That's not what church is for. And that's not what church is about. And we cannot turn the house of God into a den of thieves. Crabs, man. All right. I got it off my chest. Feeling good. All right. Hopefully. You are being honest about how you feel. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I'm not telling you, you got to tell the world, but tell somebody. But don't keep that stuff bottled up inside. You are not unhealthy. You are not a bad leader. You are not a bad person because you have these feelings. It is okay. I used to think that I was wrong for feeling like, why are they still, why, why, why they, they think I don't see that. It's like they literally did the exact same thing I did, but they Okay, but they don't want to talk to me. Okay, okay, I guess. I used to feel bad, but no. I had to realize that's some jacked up stuff. That's jacked up. So, um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. All right, remember, be angry. Sin not. Share this with somebody, especially if you're creative, all right? I think this can encourage somebody and hopefully be proactive and help them set some boundaries, right? Love you guys. See you guys next time. Bye-bye.